What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. I'm your host, Dumbfounded. And uh, during the pandemic, uh, I haven't had many guests on this podcast because people didn't want to come to my studio. It was dirty and it would probably be a dangerous place to come. Um, But I couldn't turn down this offer over here to interview an artist that I've encountered in the Los Angeles music scene for decade plus, you know, filmmaker, producer, um flying lotus what's up bro hey man that's so crazy this is like man, how long how long have we known each other for a long time probably over a decade actually it's yeah, crazy yeah. Yeah. we've just um always crossed paths yeah, like always, yeah. <laughs> and this is uh you know before you were like interning at places and yeah man yeah that label. Was- yeah yeah forever ago yeah just like hanging out watching battles and shit so cool. yeah yeah man and um it's it's good to see you first of all because um obviously um no one's really been out this past year and no one's really we haven't even run into each other because the la scene is shut down yeah um i mean how's that been for you in general because uh like have you in the last few years kind of been low-key i mean i feel like i always see you show up at a spot you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, to be fair, I am. I'm pretty low-key. Um, and the pandemic, it, I'm kind of, like, cut out for this stuff. It's like, <laughs> for me, it's like, yeah, it's normal. i just be inside all the time. But I'm hitting my limit, man. <laughs> I'm, like, really just got, like, I'm ready for this shit to be over, though. But um, yeah. but I've been making the most of it, trying to trying to do as much as I can and, and learn as much as I can while I got the extra time. No. Yeah, yeah, man. And, you know, you've done so many different projects and different mediums. You know, I've been a huge fan, not just on the music side, but on the visuals and like, you know, some of your music videos where you've incorporated so many different types of mediums, um, like uh, one of them being like choreography, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. I just wanted to ask you about that in general, because you see it pop up a lot in multiple music videos. And is that something you kind of was always into? I love dancing. I love movement. Love. I love what they bring to this, to this art, you know, and I always find that when, when I make an album and, you know, dancers will make videos and stuff. I always wonder like what they'll make videos to what they'll dance to, because it's oftentimes like there'll be that dancer that just does the the thing I had no idea, you know, doing all like weird abstract popping. It's, I love seeing that stuff. It's so interesting. And it, yeah, it's, 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 it's part of the, the elements, right. Of, of hip hop and all that, man. It's like so important. Um, and speaking of which I was talking to the homie and thinking about like how dope it would be if we had a new house night in LA once we come out of this thing, man, I think, I need to That's dance, amazing. man. I need to. I need to move, man. I think people yeah. want to move a bit. So, and yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, I remember just going to Lamert Park in Project Blowed and like yep. seeing certain freestyle dancers. And the amazing thing about when you see these like freestyle dancers that get real abstract with it is like you see it and you're like, you're like, I think. I could do that. <laughs> That's right, it. right. They make it look easy. They yeah. give you this feeling like you feel it so much. Like you can see that they're moving so much in tune with the music and just letting it flow that you're like, I could do that. <laughs> you right. go in there yeah, and it's yeah. a lot more difficult, but 
I bet you can get down though, bro. I bet you get down with it. <laughs> I feel like that because when you freestyle as a rapper, you're, you're doing this, essentially doing the same thing, but with sure, words. Yeah. And then when you see the movement part of it, you're like, I still have the same spirit. I think I could apply it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, it's obviously not the same thing. But one of the dancers that I loved seeing in your video, um, Until the Quiet Comes, is Storyboard P. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Storyboard P. I, I, I was in a minute. Yeah. yeah. And I just been a fan of his stuff even before I saw that. Like I was I was seeing videos of him like online, yeah. you know what I'm saying? On YouTube and shit. And yeah. that was Slidey. so beautiful, man. That video. Slidey man. Just like so crazy how he would do. And he was like, I remember he's just like, he have he had like the weirdest little diet. I think he had like little like iceberg lettuce or something <laughs> like that. Like he didn't want to eat nothing. It was just like super, just like, I mean, I get it though. You gotta be so physical. You don't want to eat yeah. or you're on camera. I always man. thought his name was so hard too. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's yeah. just a hard ass name. Me too. Yeah. Man, are you doing more? Are you doing more film stuff, more visual stuff lately? I am. I'm writing a lot, um, you know, trying to produce stuff. Um, working on some animated projects too that i'm pitching with some friends i love that man i love i love your evolution just as well man i love seeing you doing your thing man it's, it's thank so you cool. bro thank yeah. you man i feel like that it's it's just amazing you know i always credit like the entry point i think for a lot of us through hip-hop um that was like the entry point and i never like discredit any of that as i expand into other things i always say right, right. Like, root is battle rap it's hip-hop right. it, it, yeah. it's all that you know because i think as people go into other things they're like i'm an artist i'm not this nah like you're this first you know yeah what I'm yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never say that like i'm like i'm a rapper that does yeah. other shit <laughs> you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah yeah totally yeah and it's a beautiful thing i mean seeing you um going to these um you know making a film and all that I, i'm assuming like when you were before even you were making beats or whatever like these are things that you wanted to do yeah definitely man i was i mean there was a moment there where i was pretty sure that music was going to be the hobby <laughs> you mm. know and that was just cuz i just was doing it no matter what it was just like i wasn't thinking about trying to make a living off of it. i was just having fun so i was just like oh yeah that'll be the hobby and then i'll end up on set somewhere is my job job you know like i thought that that was gonna be the thing so it just kind of worked out a little differently but it's cool man i mean now doing like anime and stuff it just feels like the kind of right happy space for it right now at least yeah i mean i think it's interesting because you're very passionate about the visuals as well so like when you create something like a film is it pretty natural that you're already thinking about the score? Like from oh, the man, gym? yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's super inspiring because it's like they can, you know, one thing inspires the other when you're writing something and you got some music to go with it or, you know, it just kind of like sets the tone. Um, it can work the other way around. It can make some music and then it gives you inspiration to write a script or something like that. So it's all hand in hand. It all works together. Um and uh, but it is nice also too to kind of let certain things, let other people do things. You don't have to do everything. Let some people bring their own stuff to it. And it was kind of cool. A uh, couple projects ago, when I was working on my film, I, I had a couple scenes where I wanted some different music, and 
it's nice to just kind of like be hands off that moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, I mean, especially as you score, because, you know, I, I remember a while back I worked on a web series uh, with Anderson, Anderson Pack, and he was, I had him score this web series. It was like a comedy, silly thing, you know, but I remember him doing it for the first time ever and definitely kind of struggling because also you want to do dope shit while not distracting whether it's the dialogue or the visuals yeah, yeah. from it so yeah. how was that off the jump navigating it because obviously you're excited to score something and create a mood but at time you got to balance not distracting the scene right yeah i think i think uh <laughs> a thing that i had to learn was to just kind of like let them decide on what the volume was gonna be because i kept being like can y'all just turn me up man like why i gotta be so low in the background you know like they got like archers like pull, pulling the bows back all loud and stuff and my beats all quiet like why you you want the bow you want the bow sound more than the beat okay all right that's cool you know but i just had to like eventually i kind of just like all right i trust them if you can't get too emotional about it but um and plus I, i'm i'm gonna be able to put the soundtrack out so It'll be right. But yeah, for a minute there, I was just like, I, all my feedback was like, can you just turn this scene up? Can you just turn this scene up? Yeah. You're uh, literally just listening to your beats, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's tough. It's tough because it's, it's, hard, it's hard to separate and just kind of see the whole scene after you put so much work into the music part of it. And then you're just like, oh, you're just burying it under sound effects. It's stuff. <laughs> but yeah. I learned to live with that. Right, right. No, I feel that. Um, I, so also, um, before we get into like the newest project you're working on, like, where did your passion for, you know, animation or anime start? Anime? Ooh. Me and anime go back pretty far. My cousin showed me Fist of the North Star, like the manga VHS way back in the day. And, you know, he had like um, some weird stuff that like... Uh, Akira, he had, you know, VHS of that. It was like never seen nothing like that before. Seeing those crazy hand-drawn animations, super detailed, super violent, and nudity and stuff. It was just like overwhelming for like a you know, 11, 12-year-old. <laughs> but it was like, where has this stuff been the whole time? Like, right, I've right. been holding the good shit back. This came out in the 80s. What happened? <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, that was that was my intro. And then obviously seeing Dragon Ball stuff and, you know, like catching things in between uh, prime time. You know, you wake up too early and then you catch like some like random public access drag Dragon Ball episode in Japanese. You're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, why is it beautiful? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I talk about this a lot because um, obviously in hip hop culture right now and young black kids are really super into anime right now, you know, and yeah, it's something yeah, that yeah. necessarily that I didn't grow up with until I, you know, I remember like going to Lamert Park and meeting like young, weird black kids that was like into all types of shit. I go into yeah. the homie's crib and he just had all this anime stuff. And this was before I was into any of that. Right. And it was interesting because it kind of reminded me like, you know, back then it's like cats didn't know that, you know, there were all these older rapper heads in the like Kung Fu movies, the way like Wu-Tang was. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have like the second generation that's into like anime. anime. Like, yeah, that's anime. interesting. 
I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It feels like that the new wave of that and how that crosses over, you know. Oh um, man. Yeah. My cousin tried to check me, man. He was like, he heard I was doing this anime series and he hit me up on Instagram. He was like, hold up, hold up. So do you actually watch anime, bro? <laughs> like, what? Don't yo, I've been watching anime since before you was born, kid. I had to have that conversation. I was like, yes. oh my God, I'm saying it. I'm saying yes. <laughs> I know my shit, man. You know that's that's interesting because I feel I like yeah, my card. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the older shit, and that's not usually the case. I think with a lot of anime fans right now, you know, like that that crosses over from like music world and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it just like Naruto and right, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. always because <laughs> I just did, I did a couple of interviews with like NBA players for like some other campaign recently, and there's a lot of young NBA players that love anime. Like, right okay what kind of stuff do they watch though what do they I watch? mean, you know attack of the titans and, and, you yeah, know yeah. we're talking about like the ones that are really popular like death note one piece you know yeah, joints yeah. like that but um i always found that interesting and it's i, I it's what's going on right now with hip-hop culture and young black kids and anime like do you have an idea of why you think that crosses over so why much? it happens it's it's a tough call man i i really have no idea uh, I remember though going to see Dragon Ball Broly, then that movie was huge when it came out. Which for some reason, you know, but like I remember going to the theater and there was none but black people in there, none but black people in there. I was, I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it was like no black characters, ain't not a single one right, like right. at all. Like we got dope, like nah, like wow. That is crazy. That is interesting. That yeah, is interesting. It was super trippy. I didn't expect that one. But I think it's awesome. I think I think it's just so strange that um that Yasuke is kind of like the first show done by black people too as well. Right. Very strange. Because like even Afro Samurai was done by a Japanese filmmaker. Oh, so interesting. Like, it was like, right. yeah, this is like one of the first shows. That that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, so let's talk about that. Uh, Yasuke is the new Netflix uh, anime series about to come out. And um, you, you know, I, I, the trailer got me excited because they they were like the Grammy Award nominated <laughs> score, and I, I love that they showed so much love in that way. Um, you know how important the score was to this as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about this character because I did some research and, you know, based on the original black samurai that existed in the 1500s. Like, yeah. that's wild, bro. <laughs> it's it, it, it is wild. It's super bugged out. And it's something that, you know, along my life, I kind of heard whispers about, but didn't have that confirmation. You know, there was not much available on him. So it was just like... Yeah, it was like just kind of like, is this, is this really real? Is this really happening? You know, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's such a it's such a trippy story. Like the the real parts of it, and um, but I I personally just really wanted to kind of go other places with the story as well, other than the things that you can find in a book. Yeah. So how did this initially, I mean, how'd you get approached for this initially? Cause it seemed like a very dream job situation for you. you know? Oh, bro. It was, it's, it's been a dream this whole ride. Um, 
I pretty much got a, a cold call, man, like out the blue, like randomly, you know, by uh, a producer who I met working on another project. He was like, yo, you want to make a series about Black Samurai <laughs> anime? You like anime? I'm like, come on, are you fucking with me? <laughs> are you like for real right now? Right. I'm like, yo, I'm in Netflix having meetings. Like, are y'all for real right now? Like, this kept going. I'm going to Japan, have a meeting. Is this for real? Like, are we wow. really doing this? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. Um, and you know, I got to get involved in like early, like early stage. So I got to see the whole thing kind of blossom from nothing. So I think that's part of why I have such an appreciation for this thing is because. You know, I remember when it was just like a couple paragraphs and now it's like a whole show. That's what I was going to ask you. That's amazing. So they kept you involved in the process from the jump, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was like a initial kind of treatment. And then I got to add some ideas to that and add some characters and stuff. And like, so it, it's definitely got a bit of me in there aside from the music. And yeah, I was I felt like, you know, me and the director kind of we're pretty close during the making of it and just kind of shooting ideas back and forth and stuff. So I, I feel really part of it. And, uh, in a, in a way that is just like, man, I don't know if I'll ever get this kind of experience again, collaborating on anime from like the ground up. But, you know, once you have something like that, you kind of spoil, yo. Know, like it's going to be hard just like doing the scoring seat. Right. Doing right. That. Did you have a relationship with LaShawn uh, before? No, I actually hadn't hadn't met LaShawn. He, yeah, he hit me up out the blue too, you know, and I guess I was on his list of people he wanted to work with. And, you know, the whole time we were working, he was, he was like pretty quiet. And then at some point in the middle of the process, he was like, yo man, you know, I have all your records. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, I didn't know how, how into it he was. So it was kind of, all right. So he trusts me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, LaShawn Thomas is another person who's been so involved in the culture of, yeah. of anime, living out in Japan, as well as Korea and, and yet yeah. working at the animation studios. Um, I feel like that would have been a match made in heaven right there. You guys meeting each other. Nerding Absolutely. Out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was definitely the kind of thing where, you know, like trying to like, what do you what, what stuff do you like? What, what do you like? Well, you know. But good stuff, man. I, I hope we keep working together, too. It was definitely like a something there. Just something there. Well, um, I mean, all, as well as Lakeith, because I know he was in uh, Lakeith Sanfield was in uh, Death Note, the live action joint. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used to he used to carry around a sword, too, when he would go to Netflix. He used right. to bring a sword to the meetings and shit. Like, no joke. Yeah. I feel like he was was I think he was in an episode of Atlanta where he's just like walking with with a sword, like just as like like a profile. <laughs> he's just like walking around town that's, with a sword. Yeah, sword. that's I think that's just real. That's actually him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me ask you, like, what's your what was your approach specifically like um, on a scoring level for for this uh, for this project? Like, where do you start with something like this? Man, it was so tough because. You know, I felt just like initially, like just kind of expectation of myself, like, all right, so you're going to do the anime. So it's going to be like this. Right. And, you know, it's like all these different voices right. in my head and, you know, like things I did want to do 
you know, people are going to make comparisons. So you don't want to make it sound like this, you know? So it was just like a lot of that, but I got really, um, I was, there was a moment where I was going to work on a, a blade, the blade runner anime series that that's right. happened. And that didn't happen. And I all I kind of got inspired in a way that it didn't uh, because I got to, use that sound in a way um for this show and i felt like it was a much better fit because it was unexpected so mm-hmm. i had a lot of ideas that i was going to take to blade runner i brought to this but then i i mixed it up with like japanese percussion african percussion and obviously all the hip-hop stuff and then it just kind of gelled like real naturally and i was just like oh good good blade <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't have to work out perfectly yeah hard drive I don't got to store this hard drive away and let it just like collect. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it worked out so perfectly. Cause yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, um, it would have been weird to kind of tread that same water again with that show. And so this, this sound for this show is super unique, I think. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Far, far as like the structuring of scoring, like how do you approach it? Cause like with a song, it's like, there's a beginning and there's like an end, you know, whether it fades out or whatnot, like, mm. is it, do you just kind of think the overall meat of it? Like, are you not thinking about how it's going to fade out? Or, I mean, I'm Man, that's a good question. Uh, it's different for every, every moment. I think there's before I get an episode, what I would do is just kind of like make a whole bunch of different things, just random vibes with the same kind of palette of sounds. I would just try to build things. And then when I start seeing picture, sometimes I would just, watch a scene and then turn it off and just kind of go off the vibe of what I felt in the scene. There was stuff where I would have to go right to picture for like some of the battle stuff. Um, but a lot of it to me was, was really interesting. I found out like along the way that it seemed like all the stuff is done on a clock or a click track or something. It feels like, and I just like, I just hit the little tap tempo and watch the scene play out. And I, I feel like, okay, so, this is the scene we're like in this right here or, you know, and then just build something off of that. But yeah, man, I always would find that like that tap tempo for some reason, just like before I started, you know, there was like some imaginary beat that was already edited into the show that. Right. Yeah. That that must be an amazing moment when you got to join, you play it along with the visual and it just, just, meshes so perfectly yeah it's it's an amazing moment for sure and you know when i had it when i when i would get the stuff the sound sometimes the sound effects would be there already but the dialogue was always there and you know when i was doing my part and getting all the bits right it just felt like yeah just that moment is like oh my god and i'm like cheering like you know i'm just seeing the scene in the movie theater or something like it's like yes this works this is it that's it and it, you know, you get goosebumps and stuff. They're like, well, but you played it yourself. Why is it so crazy? I don't know. The combination, you know, just seeing it all together like that. It was, it is fun. It was really uh, fun. This is, this is amazing. Um, I mean, you were mentioning yourself with, you know, even Afro Samurai, it wasn't, it wasn't created by a black creator, um, you know, and this is like the first one ever. I mean, that alone means so much. Like, why do you think this is such an important kind of project that you've been a part of? Well, I, I always, I, well, early in the early days, I asked LaShawn, like, man, um, why do you think 
we haven't seen anything like this before yet. Like, why is it so weird to see like black kids draw and animate, not even animation or not animate, Japanese anime, whatever, just like animation in general, comics in general. And he was just like, man, it's just something that, you know, we just it's it's hard to imagine because there's not many examples of it. And right. that just tripped me out for for weeks. I thought about that. Like, man, is it does it really take examples to set the tone? And uh, I really hope that this can be that example for the next wave of of animations or next, you know, sketches in some kid's book that, you know, gets him going. And like, that's what I hope for at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I think I, I saw a TED talk that LaShawn did like almost 10 years ago in Korea. And he literally starts off with like, no, I'm not a basketball player. I'm not a rapper. Like, this is what I do. And he just rolled his like, you know, his resume and portfolio of animations. And he's explaining to this, like a bunch of Koreans, like who live in Korea. Right, right, you know, right, right. You, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? you ain't so, seen this before. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So it was interesting. It's interesting to see that I feel like he's been on this like mission for so long, you know, um, kind of showing this intersexuality of uh, intersectionality between both worlds, you know? Um, yeah. And um, like I just mentioning before, it, it, you can feel the presence of anime so much in, in youth culture, um, in, in hip hop, in black culture. It's like it's so interesting, you know, and, and we got this black samurai based on a real black samurai, which still trips me out like that. Yeah. Wow, right? <laughs> it's <just> like, yeah. <laughs> that must have been a wild journey for Yasuke. The, the real I know. Man. I know. I'd be thinking about that, too, just because, like, I remember going to Japan when I was, like, 10 years old and, like, just remember, and this is, like, the 90s, so just, like, just getting mad stare-downs, just being, like, people just, like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> what am I looking at right now? Like, yeah, man, I'm a person. I'm a real, real-life person. Right, right. And, you know, I, yeah, you see, I've seen, like, you know, Thundercats, like, IG stories when he's visiting Japan and shit. And, you know, oh, yeah. Japanese culture, but he's always experiencing, like, this, like, like people looking the at him. disconnect. All, hey. strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. The strange disconnect. But, yeah, we love it, though. We love it. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Looking forward to Yasuke. I mean, um, just just some last words on Yasuke. Like, what could people expect from the series? Yeah, I, I think people can expect a little bit of a uh, little bit of history, a lot of fun. There's a lot of heart in this story. Um, I think that might be the most surprising part of it, I think, is just that I think with all the comparisons that people want to make to Afro Samurai or whatever, and all these things just kind of based off of, you know, the teaser, there's a lot of heart in this. And there's a couple moments that like low keys is, Still seeing him, like no matter how many times he was, you know, no matter how close I am to it, it's still effective. So I feel like that's a good sign. Yeah. And, um, you know, last but not least, like just as things are kind of starting to really starting to open up, it's, it's cr crazy to kind of see the end of something that that just consumed and changed. Uh, I know. Like, we all went through it together. Yeah. Right. And it's like June. They're like 100 percent of things are open in L.A. again. And, all you know, shows are starting to open up like 
for you, um, you know, what are you looking forward to? You're talking about maybe it'd be exciting to have a new house night, right? Like in LA or something, but what, what are things that obviously, you know, we're, things have changed and like, what kind of thing, new thing would you like to see, you know, out here in this changed environment, you know? Yeah. I honestly, what I would love is a new night or like a new party where there's a new sound of like the, the new generation of people who just, they just turned 18 in, in the, in the quarantine and they got this new sound that is crazy and about to change the game. I'm, I want that to happen so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for LA to have another crazy uh, musical. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's time. That's interesting that like you've created, you're, you're, you're talking about this, like, this kept secret in quarantine, like something was brewing within quarantine of these like new kids. I hope so. Crazy yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I got a dream. I, mean, I, didn't, even, dream I didn't think about that, but that's actually kind of exciting to think like that exists. Like there was this quarantine, like Renaissance inside the bedroom. Yeah. 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 Now they, they're about to emerge and be dope. That'd be nice. Yo, uh, good seeing you, bro. Um, it's kind of crazy, man. I feel like I've seen you so many times over the last decade plus, just out in these streets in LA. Yeah, yeah. Love the journey. Uh, and uh, man, man. excited, brother. Excited for uh, Yasuke. Make sure you check that out on Netflix coming up. Uh, whenever this drops, it's going to be right around the time the, the series drops as well. So, um, stay tuned, man. Philo, thank you so much, bro. Much love, bro. Thank you. Yep. Tune in next week for another episode of Fun With Dumb. Peace.